Welcome back to Katie's Burner, the podcast, where three college kids chat about the latest in sports. I'm Matt Meow. We're joined today by Cole Colombo. Hi, how you guys doing? And Charles Zoo. How's it going? And we also have a very special guest. We grew up playing baseball together. Nicky Barra. Yo, what's up? I'm Nick Ibarra. Oh, is it Ibarra? <laughs> sorry well (laughs) a lot has happened around baseball this week from new blockbuster trades to new info on the Astros to a new proposed playoff format so this week we'll focus on the MLB offseason and give our insights into the latest moves yeah as always and as always share our top sports moments of the week stay tuned all right, boys, and we'll start this one off with introducing our first guest, our first ever guest on the pod, Nick Ibar. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about yourself? Thank you, guys. Uh, first off, it is an honor to be invited on the podcast. Yeah, it is. Uh, Shouts out to you guys. Um, next, I am a newly transferred to UC Davis, uh, recently joined the club baseball team. Uh, we've played Congrats. UCSD and Sac State. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, we beat both of them. Uh, so we're a pretty solid squad this year, looking to make playoffs and hopefully bring back an NCBA championship. That sounds made up. <laughs> yeah, that's some real shit right there. What you mean? That's pretty tough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> NCBA. <laughs> what division is this? Like NCAA D four? Uh, this is D one NCBA. This is Club National <laughs> Collegiate Baseball Association. <laughs> All right. All right, Cole, you what's, guys. Going you? what's going on with you, Cole? Well, you know, we haven't filmed a pod recently, so just been working on myself, you know, getting better. I've <laughs> uh, been, been working for a, for a space company that doesn't like to pay me. Yeah, you get paid, huh? Yeah, it's been fun. But, yeah, you know, just a lot of work. A lot of a lot of sleepless nights, running spreadsheets and forecasts. <laughs> Fun. All right, enough with Cole. Chuck, how you been? I've been good. I'm actually gearing up for my season too. Um, I'm on the club team for baseball, and we went 0 and 6 in the fall. Wow. And we also point. got kicked out of the league because we didn't have nine guys to show for. So we're trying to redeem our spring so what you're saying is you can't win the ncba title <laughs> no we can't oh, so man. what you're saying is you're lost you're what you're saying is you're banging club baseball and you're just focusing on the pod with the boys that's right we had bp tonight I even dropping out of guys. harvard even dropping out of you're harvard. dropping out of harvard that's right on the pod with the boys you know American dream you're, you're really smart chuck drop out of harvard focus on Nick, the pod Nick, you should already drop out. You're a, communica- you're a communications major. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt, what's, going on, what's, what's been going on in your life? Uh, well, 
I am officially <laughs> washed out of college baseball. <laughs> it's been uh, unofficial boy. for two years, but <laughs> yeah, I've I've always been on the team. Play and not so much, but uh, yeah. So I cut one thing out of my life. Rest in peace. Never forget. Hey Matt, um, what was your ERA? Twelve. <laughs> I say that proudly, and I also <laughs> had, and I also had, mo- um, a strikeout per inning. How many walks burning? Uh, probably a walk burning too. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, but now Fucking I'm officially stud. I'm officially going to withdraw from the Harvard of the West, Cal State LA, and go <laughs> full time on the pod. We're going to bring this pod to the promised land, boys. Hey, we support you. Oh yeah. So I respect we'll it. Off, we'll start off with our first topic of the day. Um, the off season has been pretty <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Oh, coronavirus. Well, watch out. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so the off season's been pretty crazy. A lot of big moves made. Um, Nick, why don't you start us off? Tell us what teams you think made the best moves. Uh, for sure, would have to be number one best move of the uh, off season. Dodgers with the accus- uh, the the acquisition of Mookie Come Betts, on, communication major. <laughs> but, uh, Dodgers with the best offseason, picking up Mookie Betts and David Price for sure. Yeah, uh, what do you guys think? Well, I think that Betts trade is interesting because they, when they saw how the social media treated them when they traded their superstar to, to free up their uh, payroll, they tried to retract the trade. Um, I think that's horrible for the Red Sox organization. Yeah, definitely a bad look. I agree. Yeah, but, you know, eventually they got more prospects for it. I mean, all they were getting was uh, the pitcher from the Twins and uh, Verdugo, and now they turned it into Jeter Downs and I think Colton Wong, or what was his name? Cole Wong? Connor Wong. Wong. Something like that. He's a Dodgers catching prospect. Yeah, so, you know, they got a little bit more out of it. We'll see if it works out, but, so. Would you guys rather have Lux or Verdugo? Gavin from Lux the Red sure. Sox? Gavin Lux or Alex Verdugo? On the Dodgers. Uh, from the, the Dodgers, Dodgers or from the Red Sox? Well, I'm just saying, who do you think was a better player? I would take Verdugo. I think Verdugo has I MVP, MVP yeah. capabilities if he develops right. But Gavin he does Lux. have his back problem. And we haven't Gavin seen Lux, much of Gavin yeah. Lux. <laughs> Gavin yeah, Lux yeah, still, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gavin, Gavin Lux, Lux has not seen the same amount of time of the show as Alex Verdugo. So give Gavin Lux that little bit of amount of time in the show to prove himself. And I think he can also be a top prospect, an MVP candidate as well. So I wouldn't count Gavin Lux out. Yeah, I mean, Verdugo's not going to get any playing time in the Dodgers. So it's probably good he got traded. Yeah. Yeah. So the same with Jeter Downs. I mean, he would have had a log jam at second with Lux and short with Seager. And then Turner's been playing really well these last couple of years. I ain't going to move him. So he wouldn't have been able to play either. So ultimately good for his career, too. And now we get to have a, a Jeter on the on the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. 
Uh, what do you guys think about the White Sox and their moves? That they they've been my dog horse ever since the uh, the season started, or the off season started. Sorry. Well, they've been spending. Yeah. Let's see. They yeah. got they signed Grandal to a multi year deal. They got Keiko. They picked up Steve Chisek. 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 That's yeah. a side armor. Yeah. yeah, submarine guy. They and then they also got Cardinals. Yeah, they got Edwin Encarnacion, who is second best DH in baseball, behind um, what's that guy's name? Nelson Cruz. And then they signed Gio Gonzalez, and they traded for Nomar Mazzaro in exchange for a minor league prospect. And those are just some of their more notable acquisitions in the offseason. What do you guys think about it? I mean, they're also really young. They got a great young shortstop in Tim Anderson. But I think the best part about them is that they play in the, in the AL Central. I mean, the Twins had a good year, but the Twins, I feel like they always have a good year every couple of years, and then you never know what's going to happen. So who knows if they can repeat what they did in 2019. The Indians have been on the downfall since... 2016 yeah. and who knows they might trade Lindor and then the Royals and the Tigers are complete off. Always out of it. Yeah. yeah so the White going Sox. Back, going back to the Twins. What do you guys think about them picking up Josh Donaldson? The bring of rain. I mean they had a crazy offense last year right? And yeah. they, they, led the, they led the they led baseball in homers I think right? I think they were behind the Yankees or maybe they're around the same but uh I think adding Josh Donaldson's really good, not only because you get that big bat and a veteran presence with all those young kids, but, I mean, his glove is really underrated at third base, and he'll save a lot of runs, and they'll have a better defense with him at third. Yeah, Josh Donaldson is streaky, so he'll have his slumps, but he'll come out swinging really high out of nowhere, so he's been a sleeper pick. Yeah, I was just looking at the uh, Grand Dolls signing, and it was the White Sox biggest uh, contract in their yeah, history, that, yeah, which is crazy to think about. All right, boys, who do you guys think is going to win the AL Central, the Twins or the White Sox? Personally, I got the White Sox. It's a, it's an underdog pick. They've got a real ace over there with Giolito, the Harvard-Westlake alum, and they've got a great group of guys coming in that's going to fill the clubhouse with a lot of good energy and bring a lot of much-needed talent to a good White Sox team already. I don't know. I like the Twins. I think Barrios is going to take the next step and be more consistent. I think I'm a big Buxton fan. I think he's going to take another step, too. Ah, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. Buxton stakes. He's only like 20, 25, 26. Yeah, I mean, Buxton's kind of flatlined, though. He doesn't have much. 26. I'm only 21, but I don't have a future in baseball. <laughs> Cole, you knew that when you were 16, bud. <laughs> 14. <Yeah>. Byron Buxton's <laughs> always been mediocre. He's never been very outstandish. Even yeah. When he got drafted, I, nobody thought he was going to be huge. He, he could zoom it a little bit. He got some wheels, but like, I don't think he was like... He should have been a pitcher. He could throw like 100 off the mound. The dude's got a hose, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Mm. Dude, and he's probably like only 160. He's skinny as heck. All right, Nick, who do you think? Twins or White Sox? Uh, I'm going with the Twins. Uh, they got Miguel Sano. They got at Miguel first. Sano. They got Nick Sano. Gordon at second. 
They got Jorge Polanco at short. They got Marwin Gonzalez that can play the fields. I mean, their their starting pitchers are Barrios, or Barrios, Jake Odorizzi, Kent Maeda, and now uh, Homer Bailey with Rich Hill potentially. Also, they got their reliever in Taylor Rogers, who's been lights out, and they also have uh, Sergio Romo who can come in and pick up some saves when you need them. So. Sergio Romo is still in the league. Sergio Romo is still in the league. It's that slider. <laughs> All right, boys. And I got to bring up everybody's favorite team, the Washington Nationals. What do you guys <laughs> think about their offseason so far? I think Starling Castro is a really good pickup. I mean, but yeah, that's big. A couple of years ago, he was really good on the Yankees. He's had mm-hmm. some past success with the. The Cubs, Cubs. Yeah. And, you know, people forget. I mean, he's not that old. I mean, he came up really young when he was with the Cubs. How old is he? Probably like 28, 27? I think, yeah, he's he's on the younger side of like, or he's on the older side of, th- of 20, I think. He's yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he's 29 years old. I just yeah. him up. He so, came up with a lot of potential, a lot of talk. So going to a new club can always turn things around. He'll be 30 when the season starts, but. Yeah, he's I mean, different. he's been really good. I mean, anytime, mm-hmm. anytime you can add a guy that hits 280, it will help out your ball club, especially in the league. a couple bombs in there, too, with some good D right there. That's that's a good pickup. Yeah. You think he'll play third base? Place run down? Uh, yeah. I like what the Nationals did this offseason because they, it was their goal going out. As a Nationals fan, I know everything about them. So I can speak truthfully <laughs> and very intelligently right now that the Nationals, they knew that laughing face. They knew <laughs> the Nationals knew exactly what they what they were doing this offseason. They went out knowing that they couldn't get both Rendon and Strasburg to resign. So they went with Strasburg post the World Series MVP. Unreal performances by that guy. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So they knew they couldn't resign both of them. So they went with plan B instead. Plan A was to get Rendon and Strasburg. Plan B was to get either. Or no, plan B was to get only Strasburg and then sign a bunch of very above average infielders. I wouldn't uh, I would say very above average. Starling Castro, <laughs> I believe, is very above average. I mean he hit two seventy last year and he had a new career high in home runs in Marlins Park. So who knows? Maybe he'll hit thirty this year in Nath Washington. Park is also Nath Park is a hitter friendly park. Yeah. Um, so they traded Hudson. They basically traded Hudson for Will Harris. Oh no, they resigned Huddy. They resigned the oh, boy so Huddy. Have, that's a good bullpen. All two of them: Doolittle, Huddy, Will Harris, possibly Joe Ross in the pen. Nobody knows about that. The back end of that rotation yet, but that back end of the they don't need him. Nice. So who's winning the NL East? Are we saying the Nationals repeat? Why would you not say the Nationals repeat? Because it's tough to do. Who else is in the NL East? Nobody. I mean, actually, they didn't even win the NL East last year. The Braves won it last year. The wild card. Yeah, I wouldn't count the Braves out. Yeah, I forgot the Braves. Or the Mets. Yeah, I wouldn't count the Mets out. I'm already counting the Mets. Marcus Stroman. They're going to implode. The Mets have a dirty bullpen. They got Edwin Diaz. Don't stroke off Strosho. He's good. Yeah, we know he's good. He's a personality. 
but he's not going to carry that Mets franchise that is just struggling with everything. Yeah, but the but the bullpen. They have the will. polar bear. I wouldn't count the Mets out. You think yeah, he's going to have a repeat season? Yes. Pete Alonzo, Pistol Pete. <laughs> he's going to have another great season. Nah, the sophomore slump hits you. Sophomore slump hits, but this man's a worker. He's a he's a horse. He's a moose cow. He's a moose cow. <laughs> What's a moose cow? <laughs> a very, very large human. All right, boys. We're going to go back to the Mookie Pets trade really quick. So today is February 10th, a Monday. And just yesterday, February 9th, the Sunday, the Mookie Bets trade went official. So the trade is... Betts and David Price to Los Angeles in exchange for outfielder Alex Verdugo and minor league prospects Jeter Downs, who was, I believe, the 38th pick of the draft, and also minor league catcher Connor Wong. And the Dodgers, the Dodgers will also get $48 million from the Sox to cover half of David Price's remaining contract. And then also on top of that, the Dodgers are sending to the Minnesota Twins, Kenta Maeda. What do you boys think about that? We'll start with you, Nick. A lower-level minor leaguer as well. And that 67th pick or something like that in the draft. That's oh, actually right. pretty big. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. cash from the Dodgers. Nick, what do you think about it? I think the Dodgers, I think it's a great trade. Uh, both uh, teams get aspects that they really need. Uh, the Dodgers and some pitching with David Price and an outfielder with Mookie Betts and the Red Sox with just some young guys that they need to restart the program. Yeah, the Sox are going to be in a rebuild phase from now on after dealing away arguably the second best player in baseball as well as a, a great veteran arm in David Price. Cole, what do you think? I mean, I don't know that they're going to be in rebuild phase right away. I mean, they they finished, what, a couple games out of the playoffs last year? I mean, Mookie Betts is definitely really good, but you That's never know. That's a big hit they're taking. That's a big yeah, hit they're taking. I th- I That's think a they huge c- hit they're taking. They could be back there. It's baseball. It's not, it's not like basketball where one guy is so dominant and it controls the season so much that if you take LeBron James or Kawhi off the Clippers or the Lakers, that takes away like 10 or 15 wins off that team season. But if you take off Mookie Betts, I don't know. He is a run producer, run, run preventer. He is, he is one of those guys that makes a difference. So yes, I I think that that really affects. Well, I mean, he put up a 10 war season once, so that's 10 wins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's good. I just, I just wouldn't put it past the Red Sox to make the playoffs next year. I think Rafael Devers is coming along. He had a really good year last year. If he JD take Martinez. The next Martinez is yeah, good. Bringing up JD Martinez, you have to think about this. The Sox didn't want to pay Mookie and David Price because they're trying to get more prospects. It's been shown they're trying to get prospects. They got Jeter Downs, who was a really high draft pick. You think they're going to want to pay J.D. Martinez, who's already getting a little bit older, getting a little bit past his prime? I don't think he's going to stay on the Sox for very long. Yeah, but he could have a good year this year. And who knows? I mean, Mookie's going to be a free agent. He could go back to the Red Sox last uh, next year, just like how Chapman went from the Yankees to the Cubs, back to the Yankees. I mean, Cliff Lee did it too. He signed back with the Phillies, so. But I don't think that's going to happen in this case because Mookie's going to get a taste of 
he already had a taste of World Series baseball, but he's going to get another taste of World Series baseball. And I don't think in the next five years, I don't think that the Red Sox are going to go back to World Series baseball because they're in, they're starting the rebuild right now. I don't think that they're going to be back in the World Series until another like maybe like eight to ten years once those prospects think, start maturing. I think Mookie's feelings are hurt too. You know, you don't just trade your franchise player just because you don't want to pay him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it depends on the tra- on the contract that he was looking for as well. He could have been he could have been wanting long term and too much money, and they just couldn't meet his meet his uh, requests. I mean, he has to be wanting long term and money. He's statistically, I think he's he's the second best player in baseball behind. Oh, of track. course, yeah. Without a, yeah, yeah so without any argument. To- he has uh, I'd put Christian Yelich second best. Christian Yelich gets hurt way too much. He's a liability. Christian Yelich is broken. He's made of glass. <laughs> yeah, he is at best fourth player, maybe fifth player. Who's third, Nick? Cody Bellinger. Oh, get out of oh, here. Christian no. Yelich is better. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Yelich is I would have said Christian Yelich. This I would be. <laughs> okay, okay. This... Nolan Arenado. Oh, that's that's good. Mm. He he plays he plays in Colorado. It hurts him. I don't care what you have to say no. if that's biased. He's, a, he, he no. he's on his way out too. Arenado is a unit, and he wants out of Colorado. He's going to go to the Dodgers or the Nationals. They're going to make playoff baseball, and they're going to win a World Series. Go Nats! Yeah, there was talk of him going to the Dodgers. He was supposed to go to the Dodgers this off season. So I mean, I I see that's a very possible uh, option for him to go to the LA. If you were a Dodger fan, I mean, me and Nick are Dodger fans, but would you trade Gavin Lux and Dustin May for Arenado right now? Yes. Yes. In a yeah. fucking heartbeat. In a yeah. heartbeat. That that lineup would be amazing. Nolan Arenado is a guy that you cannot pass up on. I don't care who the prospect is. Nolan Arenado is a guy in his prime who will take He's you. He's generational. Yes. There will not be another great third baseman like him. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a lineup of Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Nolan Arenado, Max Muncie? Oh, stop! Cool, stop! Stop! stop. And Cody Bellinger. That is just unimaginable. Honestly, that's an unreal lineup. Yeah, those are just dogs right there. I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't win the World Series (laughs) with that team. That'd be ridiculous. All right, boys. Talking about the World Series, we got a little <laughs> sidetrack. The Astros were involved in the World Series, and we got a quick little uh, little side story for the Astros. Um, former Blue Jays reliever Mike Bolsinger, Bolsinger, Bolsinger. He is suing the Astros for thirty-one million. So, a quick little backstory for this: He pitched an inning in that game in two thousand seventeen. And that was the game where, so we all know that, like, the the Strohs were using, like, trash cans and just banging on it to make noises to um, identify the pitches. They were using the dark arts. Yeah, they were, well, what did they call it? Like, Operation what? <laughs> they called it the dark arts and then something else. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think it's a brilliant but, yeah. name. Yeah, that's brutal. But um, so Mike Bolsinger, Bolsinger, he gave up four runs that inning, and that was the game where they had the most recorded number of bangs. I think it was somewhere up in the high forties, high fifties, even. So after that year, well, he wait, wait, that inning. and. And during and during his inning where he gave up all those runs, he had the most bangs in that inning. Yeah, yeah. So 
he had the most bangs out of all the pitchers that it had been used against. But yeah, go on. So I did a little digging and um, found some research on the guy. So that year in 2017, he pitched 11 games and he had a 6.31 ERA. He, he was a journeyman reliever. Um, he had a career ERA of 4.92 in 48 games. And that was his last year in the bigs. He went on to play in Japan after the 2017 season. Right now, he's, he's just jobless. So what do you guys think about the fact that the Astros just trashed this guy's career? What do you guys think about that? I mean, I wouldn't say they trashed his career. He wasn't the greatest pitcher. I agree. Sure. Sure, it's a very bad coincidence, and the Astros are, did an awful thing, but... I mean, his ER, it's not like he was Clayton Kershaw and then he faced the Astros and uh, went to the minors and now he can't get a job. That would be different. So they didn't ruin his career, but it's disappointing that he went down after that game, especially just because of what the Astros did. Yeah, Um, It's a sad coincidence. Yeah, I think him suing for $31 million is nothing more than – publicity stunt it's not going to go anywhere and if it does it'll take a couple years he wants the 31 million to go to charities and also to start a fund for former players that need financial help i think that's another conversation though how the minor league players are treated yeah definitely a different conversation you could go into you can go deep about that. that yeah but we'll save that for another pod so talking about the Astros, I don't know if you boys have heard, but the Astros got a new manager in Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker, one of the OG baseball guys around the game still. He's an old school manager. He's really popular with players. He was the Nats manager for, I believe, a year or two. The guys loved him. He was a, He's a huge clubhouse guy, and I think he's really going to help the players with the media and dealing with the media, keeping the guys level-headed, and also making sure the boys stay safe when when like other teams like the Cleveland Indians and Mike Clevenger are going to go headhunting this year. What do you guys think, Nick? Uh, I think Dusty Baker's just a great pickup all around. Legendary guy, like you said. Been around the game for a very long time. Uh, I think it's definitely a good pickup for the Astros, especially with the whole thing that's been going on with them. Um, he's definitely going to help them out with their... Uh, media like you said and also just uh keep them focused on the game instead of what's going on outside so it'll definitely be a positive thing for the astros going forward yeah oh what do you think i mean it's definitely a good hire i mean it kind of um puts a nice face on a crappy organization right now that's a good point yeah yeah (laughs) a lot of a lot of people like dusty but a lot of people hate the astros so yeah you know I think that's one good thing to say about it. Chucky, you got anything about this? Well, if I were Dusty, I would have asked for the most money I could because he's in a bad situation. That is true. Every game he's going to play, teams are going to be booing him. Yeah. Honestly, me knowing me knowing Dusty the way I know Dusty as the <laughs> former manager of the Washington Nationals, the, <laughs> the way I know Dusty, he's not in it for the money. He's in it to save the game of baseball. He's in it to save these guys' careers because he knows that those dudes that are flamethrowers, that those dudes that are throwing 98 to 102, they're going to be hunting those young guys like Bregman. 
the stars, the great players, even though they are cheaters. A lot of those guys deserve it. They do deserve it. How long do you think the Astros hate will last? Do you think it will last this whole season? The whole season. I'll give it the whole season. Maybe even more. Yeah, and then after that, it's going to depend on players and how they how they treat others and how how they like take the blame and how they take the hit and whether they roll with the punches or just trying to throw back. Did you guys happen to see that Sports Illustrated cover that mentioned Alex Bregman? Like he he was on the cover of the Sports Illustrated and or something like that, some some magazine. And uh it said like something about hard work is earned or something like that. Totally went against everything that that just happened. I did um, not see, see if that, I can pull it up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I hate Bregman. Man. Bregman's so smug. He is. I used to be a big Bregman guy. Um, but like, bro, after this came out and he's just being like, just a total suck bag about this, I don't know if I'm a huge Bregman guy. I know for a fact I'm not a huge Bregman guy right now. I mean, all of them look horrible. Altuve looks horrible. Verlander looks horrible. Verlander looks awful. I don't know what to say about the guy. Garrett Cole has escaped all of this. Garrett Cole's a unit. We'll get to Garrett Cole later. <laughs> do you think free... How long do you think until free agents are willing to go to the Astros? Or do you think they'll have a problem with that? Or no yeah, problem? Yeah, have you noticed nobody went to the Astros this offseason? Yeah, but they were also dealing with financial struggles. It's not like they were going after Garrett Cole or yeah, other true. guys. So, yeah. Alright, guys. I found it. I found it. Alex Bregman, cover of East Bay. Uh, with the cover of East Bay titled uh, always earned never given oh man and that's the title that's of alex dog, bro that's alex bregman in full form like oh what a disappointment guy does not deserve that's, that that's taken away from the grinders of the game and just giving it away to some dude who's just listening to trash and bangs and having ruins the integrity of the game pause all right boys we're gonna go from this Sad, disappointing topic, and we're going to bring it back to some real exciting news. Spring training coming up. Pitchers and catchers are coming. We've already seen Joey Votto swing it. We've seen Marcus Stroman on the mound. All right, boys. Who, what teams are going to have the top starting rotations this year? Nick, what do you think? Give me your give me your number one. My number one starting rotation. I'm going to have to go... With the Yankees. The Yankees. You can't argue that with the with the acquisition of Garrett Cole, the absolute unit, the hundred mile an hour flamethrower. Acquisition. Use the wrong word. Yeah, use the right word. word. Don't worry. <laughs> what, what does acquisition mean? <laughs> Acquire. <laughs> All right, boys, stop mocking my intelligence. I'm going to go to the Hey, at least you didn't think perennial meant future. <laughs> All right, Nick. Why do you think the Yankees are going to be up there? Why not the Nationals? My Washington Nationals, why not? Don't get me wrong, the Nationals have a great rotation. Uh, but the Yankees, with their acquisition of Garrett Cole, just makes them one of the best bullpens in the league. I mean, Garrett Cole is just that guy. You, you have to credit him that. Uh, Tanaka is another great arm in their rotation. Uh, definitely a two guy, I'd say. Uh, James Paxton, isn't he hurt this season? Yeah, yeah he's going to so. miss like past the year. Yeah, so that's going to be a big blow, actually. Uh, but that's okay. Jay, Jay Happ can cover that. 
And also they have the young guy in Severino who uh, also can make a big splash this year if he stays healthy and he stays focused. Who's the guy that had the domestic violence? Will he be back? What's his name again? Uh, what's the pitcher? The Yankees. He's pretty good. Uh, oh, he was like a he was young, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember oh, what's his name? This. I remember hearing about this. Um, not Batances, right? Yeah. No. De- De- oh, is it not Dylan Batances? Oh, he's on the Mets now. Yeah. He's on the Mets now. Yeah. Oh wow. That was a big move too by the Mets. That is a big move. Yeah. So Chuck, who do you, so Chuck, who do you think is going to have the best rotation this year? You know, I like the Dodgers. I think they have a lot of depth, and uh, I think these young guys will uh, carry the load, put some innings in. Kershaw, I think, is going to have a good year. He's already lost his velocity, but he's figured it out. I think Bueller is going to keep, you know, keep dealing. Price may do well in Dodger Stadium. Mean, Dodger Stadium overall is a pitcher's park, so. And he's I going to the NL. That's right. So I think the Dodgers will have a pretty good rotation, as always. We're going to jump to a quick side topic. Speaking of the National League, um, the DH is coming soon to the National League. What do you boys think about that one? Is that confirmed? Yeah. Wow. I believe so. I think it's kind of sad. Next year. I, I think I, that's, I, 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 like, I like it. I like it. I think, I I think like it's good for baseball. Seeing pitchers hit is always fun, but it it kind of takes away. I mean, it 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 adds to the to to the to the small ball aspect of the game where you have to include the bunts. So I mean, that's always like an important part of the game. So it'll be lacking in that aspect. But also, I think it makes the game more interesting. Get the big bat up, make them help them drive in some runs, hit a homer. You know, something where uh, makes the game more exciting, makes the game move faster. But uh, definitely have to appreciate the small ball aspect of the game that's going to be taken away. I don't know. It makes me kind of sad. I feel like you just go traditional um, baseball and you got to keep the pitchers hitting in the National League and have the DH in the American League. But, I mean, I get why they did it. You know, baseball is the third biggest sport now in this country. And how are you going to get more people to watch? I mean, if you see more runs, people are going to watch more. That's how they think. So, you know, if they get DH in the National League, it will increase the amount of runs and get more viewers. But I like it better with the pitchers hitting in the National League. Charles, what do you think? You know, I just hate change. I think, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna have the uh, the the art of what is it? The, the robotic umpires coming in soon. That's you know how that's I don't work? like that one. They're gonna have umpires wearing AirPods and uh, listening to ball or strike. That's brutal. Come from the robot. I'm no, okay with no, that it's one. Gonna be a real suck. <laughs> it's going to be a real blue behind the plate, and they're just kind of AirPods, and then a camera in center field will tell them whether it's a ball or strike. I see. So Astros are just one step ahead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hack the AirPods until the umpire ball and strike. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, you know, there's, uh, there's another change, right, you want to talk about? Proposed change. Yeah, um, this broke recently. Trevor Bauer had some real thoughtful comments on this, saying that Rob Manfred is the new Roger Goodell, just the worst commissioner, a joke. Rob Manfred wants to change playoff baseball. Chuck, you want to go in on this? Um, I mean, I think in this new format, they're going to have seven teams in each league uh, making the playoffs, right? Yeah. 
remove the wild I mean, card. And then the uh, the top seeds can choose which opponent they want to face. Ridiculous. This sounds like, you know, us playing wiffle ball, you know, and we, we make up those rules. But, I mean, if you just think about it, 14 teams make the playoffs. What's the point of the regular season? It's already super long. I just feel like no one's going to watch in the regular season because there's no intensity. I feel uh, like people already don't watch the regular season. It might just yeah. become like something like basketball. I mean, because basketball, you got 30 teams in the league and 16 of them make the postseason. So, yeah, I admit I don't watch regular season basketball. I'll watch playoff basketball, but yeah, regular season so, basketball, I don't watch. So, I don't, baseball. I'll admit to you, I don't watch any basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I, watch, I watch regular season baseball all season long, but I don't know. It, it, it depends. It depends on the baseball viewer, on the viewer. Like, I think it just goes back to them trying to trying to make baseball more popular. I mean, they're copying basketball here and getting more people in, and then they're also copying football and um, giving the best team in the league a buy. But how they're being them, um, how they're differentiating it and being a, a unique is that the team gets to choose who they're going to play against, which is really interesting. I mean, because I don't know that last year I would have wanted to play the Nationals with the uh, with um, Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin, seeing how they played against the Dodgers. So, how, how does that, that work, though? You, do, you, do, you, do you pick within your league, unreal. or do you pick within, with, within the playoff bracket? Um, I think you pick, I think you pick within your league. I'm not sure, though. I don't see how this adds to viewership, though, because the game's still going to be three hours, four hours long. You know, that's the main problem. It adds to viewership in the sense that people are more interested in a playoff game than they are interested in a regular season game. Even if it's two teams that don't have any chance at winning the title, they'd rather watch that playoff game between them. Would this mean that they shorten the regular season, or would, you, would they keep the regular season still 162 games? I don't think all the facts on this are like set in stone yet. I don't think like I don't even think the boy Rob has any idea what he's doing. <laughs> he's just going. He has like zero baseball IQ right here. He's just throwing shit out there. All right, boys. You know, I'll I'll speak for the group confidently when I say this. And whatever Rob is doing, Katie's burner the podcast we do not support anything that he's doing right now rob mr manfred robbie rob he is ruining the integrity of baseball he's ruining playoff baseball he's the reason why baseball is declining in popularity amongst the youth rob is killing the game he's making basketball more popular which is a bunch of stuck bags who are just flopping everywhere he's making football more popular which is a bunch of suck bags just running headfirst into each other, getting CTE and dying like Antonio Brown. And he's making hockey more popular, which is very okay with me because I love hockey, if you boys don't know. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, boys. We're going to finish it up right here. We're going to wrap it up. We're hitting the time limit. And as always, we're going to finish it off with our top sports moments of the week. We'll let our newbie finish first. Nick, what do you think, bud? My favorite sports moment of the week would have to go to the USA women's soccer team beating Canada 3-0. to zero. Give it up for the ladies over there. See them putting in work. What do you think, Cole? Or Charles, what was your top sports moment? You know, 
This is KD's burner podcast. So I got to bring it to basketball. I have oh, to yeah. say the Raptors on a 15 game winning streak, which I believe is the longest in franchise history. And they're doing all this without Kawhi Leonard and uh, with a couple injuries on their squad. And Pascal Siakam is playing like a baller, and so is Kyle Lowry. OG's playing good. I mean, they just have a well-oiled machine right there. So yeah, oh yeah, they do. Yeah, it would, they do. it would hurt Kawhi's legacy a lot if the Raptors win it all this year. You think they're contenders? Oh, definitely. They're really good. Pascal Siakam is taking the next step for sure. Wasn't he well, all-star? What do you got? Uh, yeah, he is an all-star starter, but um. My favorite uh, sports moment of the week. We just passed the trade deadline. Being the big Clipper fan I am, big Kawhi Leonard fan now, um, we got Marcus Morris at the deadline, and I think it was a really good pickup. I'm sad to see Mo Harkless go. I think he was a really good 3 and D player, but I think Marcus Morris is a really good pickup. And, you know, they got rid of Jerome Robinson, who... Was a piece of shit for a lack of other words. <laughs> no, 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 no other way to put it. He stunk. Uh, they got rid of Derek Walton, and you know, I, I hope they can pick up someone on the buyout market. Uh, I know they said Tristan Thompson isn't getting bought out, but I would love it if he did. <laughs> what do you have for the week, Matt? All right, boys. So, being the washed out college baseball guy I am, I had to find another love for a sport, and I went with hockey. My favorite sports moment of the week is actually two moments combined into one. It is Ilya Kovalchuk, the god, the god of scoring on the Montreal Canadiens, hitting back-to-back game winners to silence the crowd. One in overtime, one in shootouts, unreal performance by Kovalchuk. Hats off to the man, buckets off to the man. Do they say buckets because they wear helmets? Yeah, <laughs> Wow, Matt, you're really learning a lot about hockey. I love hockey, Nick. All right, boys, that's going to be it for episode two of Katie's Burner, the podcast. We'd like to extend our hand to Nick, shake his hand, give him a hug. Nick, thanks, boys. Thank you for joining us. You brought a lot of good analysis to the group, and uh, we'd love to have you back for episode three and maybe yeah. even episode four depending on performance thanks for inviting me out had a good time on the podcast katie's burner the podcast (laughs) uh, (laughs) hey before we go i want to add uh we're accepting sponsors so reach out to us via email katieburnerpodcast at gmail.com and uh follow us on our socials we have a twitter account uh Katie's Burner, the podcast, and post some fire content there. You'll see us commenting under ESPN sometimes and Bleacher Report. <laughs> and then uh, also follow us on Instagram. You know, give a, give us our fifth follow. What the give heck? Us some love. Come give on, anybody. Just come on out. If you guys like the wisdom I'm over here spitting, if you guys like the passionate rants I get into about Rob Manfred, Ruining baseball. You just killed our fifth follower. Just a couple of goons talking about sports. Check us out. If you like, if you enjoy listening to guys being dudes, check us out. All right, we're gonna sign off. All right. Thank you to our listeners. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful night. Good. Shout out to Mickey Barrow. Yeah. Thanks.